we are now going to uh, switch and turn our attention to something that's going on in Pennsylvania. There is a prisoner strike going on there. Um, people, our listeners in California may recall the California statewide prisoner hunger strike that happened um, several years back uh, around some of the same issues in terms of opposing uh, solitary confinement. Imprisoned people at the state correctional institution Phoenix in Montgomery County are carrying out a hunger strike over what human rights campaign and incarcerated people are pointing out as unjust, indefinite, and inhumane solitary uh, confinement. And I'd like to welcome our guest to uh, fill us in on what is happening. And we, we want to thank Payday Men's Network for al alerting us uh, to this and for Chandra Delaney of the Human Rights Network for her help with this segment. I'd like to welcome uh, Fariha Huraya organizer with the DC Mutual Aid Network, a collection of community organizations and individuals who pool their resources together to support each other. Um, Faria, welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Okay, so um, tell us what is this about? Um, over uh, 20 incarcerated people, I understand, are taking part in the hunger strike. Uh, when did it start, and what can you tell us about their specific demands? Yeah, so today, around 10, 9, are still on hunger strike. Initially, it was about 20 to 30 prisoners hunger striking. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, the hunger strike mainly focuses that uh, PA, in particular, in the facility SCI Phoenix, has a new torturous uh, a unit called the INU unit, which uh, intensive management unit, basically is a new name for um, solitary confinement. is a new way of the DOC uh, locking up people indefinitely with no clear path for prisoners to understand the policy <clears throat> to figure out how they can actually complete certain programs to work their ways out of uh, this situation. Um, it, it has been about 100 days that this IMU unit has started. Um, multiple prisoners were transferred to SCI Phoenix facility, the IMU unit, in, including some of the bond 17 prisoners from Delaware prison who were accused of the James Stevan prison uprising. Right. And, you know, I when the California prisoner hunger strike was going on, um, what came out is that we found out that the United Nations um, Rapporteur on Torture had actually said that actually uh, 15 days or more in solitary confinement, and now they have this new fancy term, intense management unit, um, is the equivalent of torture and should not be allowed. Uh, so, uh, you know, tell us about that because, you know, I, we're wondering how long people are held in this intense um, management uh, units. Is it only this particular prison um, in Pennsylvania that has uh, such a unit or is this kind of like the latest, uh, the latest thing among people who are organizing our prisoners to give solitary confinement this new fancy name, but basically right. it's the same old torturous conditions. Right. Uh, um, SCI Phoenix and SCI Green, so I was told, will both have this new um, unit, IMU unit, 
currently they are supposed to receive five hours a week recreational time, which sometimes does not happen. Um, the phones miraculously stop working. Prisoners cannot speak to their loved ones. The kiosks stop working or, or messages just don't come through. I mean, emails that take 10 days to come through in particular when prisoners want to um, inform supporters or loved ones about their conditions. I also would like to uplift that two days ago, um, a prisoner um, at, at, at the pot called APOT committed suicide, and the prisoners are actually trying to find out the name of this prisoner uh, who was known to have mental health problems, which these conditions create mental health problems. Uh, they, they uh, like the UN also stated, that this is what um, torturous conditions um, come, uh, come, come to. We are all human beings and we need uh, social interactions and we don't need to be locked up in cages. And this is very typical to the United States. Instead of um, rethinking incarceration in this country, we are coming up with new ways of locking people into cages. Right. And according to the Abolitionist Law Center, this intensive management unit at SCI Phoenix, it isn't even listed in any department handbook. It's not officially acknowledged by the um, corrections uh, department. And there is a news report about uh, Mr. Um, Bramble, who has been held in solitary confinement for more than two years. That is way longer, something like 57 times longer than the UN uh, recommendation. So, you know, what has happened? I mean, are these, is this part of what the prisoners are challenging, uh, the length of time, but also just the conditions itself? This John Bramble, he's one of the men on the uh, mm -hmm. hunger strike, and he's saying they're only allowed to shower three times a week. And as you mm -hmm. say, five hours of recreation a week. So tell us about the conditions. Um, oh, yeah. I actually have a few words here from uh, Johnny. Uh, uh, we call him Bravo. He says, uh, IMU, uh, I'm being housed at SCI Phoenix and IMU, which is an acronym for the Intensive Management Unit. All the while, POC is getting funding for this IMU as if it is actually fully functioning, when in reality, the DOC is getting just the funding. Um, there isn't a, even a policy that outlines what this program is or the purpose of this program. Myself and eight other prisoners were transferred here from Delaware on what is called the Interstate Compact. Delaware long-term solitary confinement has already been abolished and is considered to be cruel and unusual punishment. However, here in PA, um, we are uh, incarcerated under different conditions. So one of the one of the demands was, and the prisoners, uh, while they're hunger striking, were actually still finding the time to laugh about this. They're like, we're actually starving ourselves for the DOC to explain to us what is the IMU, and could we please see uh, the handbook of the policy? Um, another prisoner, uh, Kane, actually uh, said the the central office finally admitted that they could potentially. Uh, hand out the IMU policy book this this week, but this has been promised to the prisoners before, and the promise was not fulfilled, so we will see what happens. 
Right, and apparently there's something like uh, 2,500 prisoners on average um, in the state of Pennsylvania um, that are confined in this way. So with the conditions, I mean, in terms of painting a picture for our listeners, that's pretty much 23 hours a day in a cell, isn't it? And really being able to cut off in so many ways from, from human contact. But, um, you know, Fariha, I'm always quite struck about the level of organizing and organization and political activism actually within prisons and among prisons. I mean, the California prisoner hunger strike was the largest, um, really, it was also a labor shortage, a labor strike was the largest in U.S. history. And this was organized by people behind bars. So um, in the lead up to this particular hunger strike, apparently there was an uprising in 2017 in Delaware's largest prison. Tell us about that, because there is also a relationship between that incident and this particular um, strike of prisoners. Freya. Yes, uh, I've, I've been um, a supporter, uh, a comrade to what is called the Van 17 since their trials began. Um, it was at James Kivan, Smyrna, Delaware, an uprising. 17 individuals were accused of the, the, the rioting, the uprising of conspiracy. Throughout the uprising, a correctional officer uh, passed away. Um, what, what was really interesting to me, because I've, I've been to almost every trial, is that the state had turned uh, original uh, that they accused of uprising into their into their witnesses. So they had all these all these um, uh, star witnesses that they initially had accused of being part of the uprising and potentially um, what what led to the murder of the uh, correctional officer. Um, so this was a way of me getting to. I'm also with the DC Incarcerated Workers Organizing Committee. So this was my first step in getting to know what were you know the Von Seventeen comrades. Um, Shortly after that, they, they were all moved after the trials. They were all moved and spread around the PADOC. Um, and uh, I'm actually, you know, I'm, I'm amazed about the strength that the prisoners have started the hunger strike, and which which they did with other prisoners like um, Michael Riviera and Kane from New York. They all come together. Uh, to just shed light about the conditions in PADOC. Right, and and what about uh, support from uh, families? Um, we certainly know that a lot of the support, the justice work on behalf of prisoners, well done inside the prisons by jailhouse lawyers, uh, prisoners who train themselves uh, in in uh, as lawyers fundamentally, unofficially as lawyers, but also it's often, most often, I'll have to say, it's the women, uh, the wives, the sisters, the Cetera, who are out there fighting for justice, but also being in touch with their loved ones and trying to bring some dignity uh, to people who ba- fundamentally are forced to live in these cages. How are the families? How are the families responding? Sure. Do you mind if I connect it? Hold on one second. I think Hello there. 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 Hello there.
Si cree que debería hacer una llamada privada, cuelgue y siga las instrucciones de otro para registrar este número como un número privado para aceptar cargos y dar su conocimiento. Gracias por usar Securus. Puede comenzar la conversación ahora. Hello. I think yes. Hello. So we're we're having a call to inside the prison right now. Hello. This is Margaret yes. Prescott. Please tell us your name and and um, are you a hunger striker or what are the conditions there and what are your demands? My name is Roares. Uh, a lot of people know me as uh, Ruck. I'm at SCI Phoenix right now. Uh, the hunger strike is taking place for a number of reasons, mainly they Mainly they suppose they implemented a program that would allow people to be released from solitary confinement. They continue to put out different programs under the guise of this is how you make it out. That's never the case. So people can complete these programs and continue to be locked down indefinitely in solitary confinement. So we're trying to force them to put mandatory language within the handbooks and within the programs that allow no excuse, no back doors, no loopholes for them to say, okay, even though you completed it, you still have to be locked in. Right. Yes. And, and um, the situation mm -hmm. going on where... Carry on. Go on. Oh, we also have a situation going on where within the Department of DOC in Pennsylvania, Department of DOC in Delaware... They implemented a backdoor contract to allow my comrades, Vaughn 17 comrades that were uh, accused of the uprising in Delaware, Smyrna Prison, they released everybody else to go back home, and they opened up a backdoor deal for us to stay here and be locked down into conditions that they have told their supporters back in Delaware that they no longer support that they're a part of this whole progressive regime and how they're trying to transition out of the inhumane treatment of solitary confinement, but they have locked us down into a state that they know still goes by these antiquated racist oppressive treatment and lockdowns. So we're trying to fight against that also. Right. Um, and how how are you holding up the other prisoners who are on hunger strike? I remember in, in working and supporting the California prisoners who were on hunger strike some years back, there were lots of attempts of retaliation against the prisoners who were on hunger strike and even after uh, the hunger strike. So any examples of retaliation going on and how are people's health and, and well-being holding up? And also tell us about support that you may be getting from families of the hunger strikers well the, the support the supporters came out strong for us that's the most important thing at this point the supporters came out strong for us a lot of people have put a lot of eyes on the situation so esta está por cobrar de SCI Phoenix if State Correctional they Institution esta llamada puede they haven't been able to do, get away with things without us being able to get the word out but the retaliation has been what it is it's for instance, recently I just was notified that the legal mail that I had coming in that was support of a civil suit, like three days ago, was refused by the prison. But they won't tell me who refused it. They're trying to, they have listed us as being a part of 
a group demonstration strike, which allows them to take everything from you. So they moved in that regards where they try to make it like, uh, you know, anti-prison. Well, of course, we are anti-prison, but they try to make it seem as if we're organized and demonstrating in a way that's causing a threat to the institution. So they separated us. They won't allow us to speak to each other. They separated the yard so we can't go out and speak to each other. They um, locked one of our comrades, scientific, inside the infirmary away from the rest of us. So we can't, we don't actually know what's going on with him. Um, couple, couple of comrades due to epilepsy and sickle cell anemia were denied their medication. Uh, that's the fight. Right. And most yeah, recently, that's... most recently, mm-hmm. the most, one of the most recently things that happened less than probably, I want to say, three, four days ago. Another inmate committed suicide. Well, at least that's what they're telling us. Committed suicide um, back here less than three, four days ago. So wow. it's just it's it's it's, it's nonstop. The retaliation. It's, it's nonstop. nonstop. The retaliation. Is this State Correctional Institution. Esta llamada puede ser grabada y monitoreada. And to our listeners, this is what happens when you're trying to speak directly to a prisoner. I know we're going to be cut off in a minute. We are going to have to end it there. But I'm wondering if we, I'll be in touch with um, Fariha to see if we could get some regular reports from you. Um, so our listeners across the nation would find out what's going on on the inside. So let's work on that and see if that's possible. Okay? Absolutely. If you can put together... If you could put together, I have a couple comrades here, and we'll be able to make sure that our phone calls line up with okay. certain times. Now, they're going to try to box us out. Y'all know how that go. They're going to try to, to to marginalize our voice. But if y'all give us a specific time and you let her know, then we'll try our best to be able to have somebody speak directly to y'all when, it, when the time comes. We will absolutely, absolutely do that. You take care. All the best to you all. Thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for standing up for all of us.